Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this is your source for Northwestern athletics. And thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Carter Bird. Today, we're talking the secondary. We'll take a look at the key piece that Northwestern has to replace from 2021, the experience coming back, and then who are the candidates in that position group room that are coming back to have a chance to make an impact, and then who are the newcomers. Right off the bat, you can't talk about this Northwestern defensive back group without talking about the loss of Brandon Joseph. Brandon Joseph was 6'1", 196-pound safety out of College Station, Texas. Out of high school, probably wasn't the most highly rated guy. He was only a three-star in the 2019 class, the number 1,005 player in the country, number 83 safety, and the number 130 player in Texas. In 2019, his first year getting real action, he had four tackles. Then in 2020, you really saw him take off. In his first extended amount of time on the field, he had 46 tackles, one tackle for a loss, six interceptions in the shortened season, and two passes defended. That performance was good enough to be named a first-team All-American by the AFCA, the Associated Press, and Sporting News. He was also first-team AP uh, All-Big Ten, the AP Big Ten Newcomer of the Year, and he was the Big Ten Freshman of of the Week twice in 2020. Going into 2021, Brandon Joseph was one of the more hyped defensive players in the country. He was first-team preseason All-American. He was on the Walter Camp Award watch list, the Bronco Nagurski Trophy watch list, the Benaric Award watch list, and the Thorpe Award watch list. He was a pro football-focused preseason All-Big Ten and preseason All-American. He was a Phil Steele preseason All-Big Ten and preseason All-American as well. He was also a team captain in the 2021 season, and he he really continued on that strong path, that strong foundation laid out in 2020 when he had 79 tackles, one and a half tackles for loss, one sack, three interceptions, four passes defended, one fumble recovery, and he returned four punts for 114 yards. So you clearly can tell through his all the awards that he's mentioned uh, in all of the All-American, all the All-Big Ten teams he's been selected to, this is a big piece to fill. Somebody who who plays the ball incredibly well, is long and is fast, reads QB's eyes extremely well, has really great hands. He's He was a tip-drill god out there. And you essentially have to replace the best player on the defense from 2021. And that's where you look at the other three positions where you return guys who are essentially starters for you. And that starts with Cam Mitchell, one of Northwestern's three reps at Big Ten Media Day. The junior six is six foot, 195 pounds, out of Bolingbrook, Illinois. He's a three-star in the 2019 class, the number 1,116 player in the country the number 106 cornerback, and the number 22 player in the state of Illinois, according to the 247 composite that year. 
In 2019, he only got a little bit of action where he recorded his first tackle. 2020, his role really increased. 18 tackles, half a tackle for a loss, half a sack, an interception, and four passes defended. But 2021 was finally when he fully entrenched himself in his starting role with 43 tackles, five passes defended, one fumble recovery, and one forced fumble. He had nine tackles versus Purdue, three tackles, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery versus Rutgers. He was a 2021 preseason All-Big Ten second-team selection, and he was a 2021 Big Ten honorable mention selection by the coaches. One thing when you watch him, he's he's not afraid to tackle. He's very physical. He's very smart with how he plays. He's he's the veteran in that DB's room. He's the leader in that DB's room. And that's evident by the fact that he's picked to be one of the three reps at Big Ten Media Day. You typically only pick guys who are going to be leaders for your team. So at least at one corner spot, you know you have a guy that you can really rely on. So let's look at the other corner spot. You have A.J. Hampton. A senior out of Warren, Texas. He's 5'11", 180 pounds. Was a three-star in the 2018 class. The number 1,200 player in the country. Number 106 cornerback. And the number 186 player in the state of Florida. In 2018, in his first action, he recorded three tackles. 2019, his role expanded. 15 tackles and an interception. And two passes defended. 2020 is finally when you see a a much larger role where you see 26 tackles, two tackles for a loss, one interception, and six passes defended. And then 2021, going into the year, he's he was preseason All-Big Ten third team according to Pro Football Focus, and he backs that up with 40 tackles, one tackle for a loss, 13 passes defended, two fumble recoveries, a 49-yard fumble, fumble return for a touchdown, and he was a 2021 All-Big Ten Honorable Mention uh, nominee by the coaches and the media. He was second in the Big Ten with 13 passes defended and tied for second in the Big Ten with two fumble recoveries in 2021. He had eight tackles and a pass defended against Purdue, three tackles, one pass defended, and a fumble return for a touchdown of 48 yards against Wisconsin. And then he had five tackles and a fumble recovery against Michigan State. Those were his true highlight games. When you watch him, he's really, really strong in coverage. He steps up when he has to tackle players in the open field. Uh, but he, with his size at 180 pounds, he can get overpowered in the run game by, by receivers in the, uh, that are blocking him. He gets his hands in between receivers' hands well. Uh, against Duke, uh, they had a guy go high point the ball, and A.J. Hampton got his hand in there and pried it loose as they were going to the ground. Between him and Mitchell, you really have your corner position, your starters at least, very much in good hands. You have two guys with a lot of experience, two guys who have been recognized by the coaches in the league as very good players as they were Big Ten, all Big Ten honorable mention nominees by the coaches. Both of them were. But we still got to look at the rest of the secondary. So in just a couple minutes, we're going to take a look at safety, and then we're going to take a look at what players are returning in that secondary for the 2022 season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. 
find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Right off the bat, you know you have one starting role filled in the safety position because so you have Coco Azima, a junior, 5'11", 185, out of Cypress, Texas. It was a three-star in the 2019 class, number 838 overall in the country, number 66 safety, and the number 111 player in the state of Texas. He has 21 career games, nine starts that were all last season. Actually, in his first season in Northwestern, he played a little, a little bit of running back when he had seven rushes for 123 yards and a touchdown versus Illinois. In 2019, he had four tackles and a forced fumble. 2020, he had three tackles, an interception, and a pass defended. And in 2021, you saw that role really explode, and he had 56 tackles, three tackles for a loss, three passes defended, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. One thing that you see when you watch him out there is he plays physical, and he plays a lot bigger than his size. I mean... When you watch him make tackles, you don't think of somebody who's just 5'11", 185 pounds. He hits guys hard, and he's extremely athletic, and that's why you're at least in good hands at one of the safety positions. But we know that you have to you have to fill that other safety spot. So that's that's when you turn to the guys who are returning in that in that DB's room. And the first guy, a guy who has a lot of experience um, in a not in a starting role, really, although he does have some starts. Somebody who has a little buzz going in, in fall camp so far, but Rod Hood II. He's a junior safety, 5'11", 185, out of Farmington, Michigan. Was a three-star in the 2019 class, number 923 overall. Was actually ranked as the number 86 cornerback and the number 22 player in the state of Michigan. In his career so far, he's played in 22 games, making six starts. In that first season in Evanston, just a single tackle. But 2020, the role expanded to 10 tackles, one pass defended. In 2021, 22 tackles, three tackles for a loss, one pass defended, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. Again, another guy who, despite being smaller in stature, is not afraid to tackle even though he only weighs 185 pounds. Last year, he had eight tackles, a tackle for a loss, and two forced fumbles against Duke. So he can really get after players, receivers, running backs with the football and try to separate them from the ball. Against Iowa, he had four tackles with two tackles for loss. Those were his two big key games. But I would keep an eye on him as fall camp progresses at that second safety spot. Next up, we have Jaheim Joseph, a junior, 5'10", 190, out of Miami Gardens, Florida. He is a three-star in the 2020 class. The number 915 player in the country, number 74 cornerback. Look out for him at safety this year. And the number 116 player in the state of Florida. 
In his career, he's played in 10 games. In 2020, he registered a single tackle. And in 2021, he registered just four tackles. So we've yet to see, we've yet to see him really pop with extended playing time as far as production goes. But he's somebody, when you look back at the film, when you look back at this high school tape, he really looks to strip the ball. He's always looking to strip the ball. He has really good pursuit. And again, another guy whose stature is not big, but he's pretty physical for his size. Next, you have somebody who has a fair amount of college football experience. Trent Carrington, grad student, six foot one, 190 pounds out of Fayetteville, Georgia, was a 2021 transfer from Presbyterian College. Last year, logged just three tackles. Was a 2021 PFL honorable mention all conference. In 2018, he had 48 tackles, two tackles for a loss, two fumble recoveries, two interceptions, and five passes defended. 2019, he had 78 tackles, three and a half tackles for a loss, one forced fumble, one interception, two passes defended. And the spring of 2021, he had 29 tackles, two tackles for a loss, all of those coming at Presbyterian. He was a three-star in the 2017 class, number 98 safety, and the number 140 player in the state of Georgia, according to the 247 rankings. He was not rated in the 247 composite. Next, you have Nigel Williams, a junior, six foot one, 192 pounds, out of Richmond, Virginia. He was a three-star in the 2020 class, the number 1,502 player in the country, the number 133 corner, and the number 30 player in the state of Virginia. So far in his career, he's appeared in five games. Next up is Tyler Haskins, a junior defensive back, 5'11", 200 pounds, out of Stafford, Virginia. Came to Northwestern as a walk-on. So far, he's seen action in 17 games, registering a single tackle in 2020 and a single tackle in 2021. Next is Garnett Hollis Jr., a junior, 6'2", 202, out of Nashville, Tennessee, Three-star in the 2020 class, number 633 national player in the country, number 46 corner, and the number 16 player in the state of Tennessee. So far in his career, he has played in just five games, but he's somebody who has long arms, long legs, a really solid frame, tackles pretty well, and, you know, he's not afraid to go get the ball. He's not afraid to go uh, make plays on the ball and show off his ball skills. He's... He's somebody that, if he continues to progress, could make an impact in this 2022 season. Next up, you have Joe DeHaan, a junior, six foot, 195 pounds, out of Tinley Park, Illinois. Another walk-on. Has seen action in two games so far in his career. In 2020, he registered three tackles in his debut. And in 2021, he did not register a stat. Next up is Ori Adai, 5'11", 190 pounds, out of Mansfield, Texas. Three-star in the 2021 class, the number 1,437 player in the country, the number 127 cornerback, and the number 224 player in the state of Texas, according to the 247 composite. So far in his career, he has played in just two games, making his debut last year against Purdue. Next up, you have Garner Wallace, a sophomore, six foot four, two hundred and five pounds, out of Pickerington, Ohio. Three star out in the twenty twenty two class, number nine sixty one player overall, the number seventy seven safety, 
and the number 43 player in the state of Ohio. Has yet to make an appearance in his career, but as you can see, at 6'4", he's extremely long. He has a frame unlike anybody else in this secondary, and can he develop and make an impact on the field as well? Finally, of the returners, you have Theron Johnson, a sophomore, six foot, 170 pounds, out of Indianapolis, Indiana, a three-star in the 2021 class, the number 736 player overall, the number 60 corner, and the number 14 player in the state of Indiana. To this point in his career, he has only made an appearance in three games, making his debut against Rutgers last season. But again, a guy that... Can he develop and make an impact? Much like all these guys in this DB's room, you have the first two names we talked about are probably the guys generating the most buzz. Then you also have Trent Carrington, who has a lot of experience at Presbyterian. Somebody has to step up. I would lean lean toward Rod Hurd making an impact, considering he has a lot of experience at Northwestern, and he's already made multiple starts. I think that's significant. But... You also have to look at who potentially is coming in next. And that's what we're going to cover in this next segment. Who are the newcomers and how can they make an impact? All right, so newcomers in the secondary. You have to lead off with the transfer with Power 5 experience. Jeremiah Lewis, a redshirt senior, six foot one, 190 pounds, out of Louisville, Texas was a three-star in the 2018 class, number 916 overall, number 82 corner, and the number 129 player in the state of Texas. He's a transfer from Duke, where he played in 38 games, making 10 starts. In 2018, in his first action, he made just a single tackle. 2019, seven tackles, one pass defended. 2020 was really when he started to make his impact known, he had 46 tackles, three and a half tackles for a loss, two interceptions, and 12 passes defended. He actually led Duke in passes defended in 2020. 2021, he had 30 tackles, two interceptions, two passes defended. He has a lot of experience at the Power 5 level, and I think that that's, at the very least, he is a very valuable depth piece. And when you go... When you go nickel, when you drop somebody down in the star position, he can fill in because he has that experience. He's been there, and he can allow you to shuffle stuff around. The other newcomers in this room, Evan Smith, first-year player out of Birmingham, Alabama, 5'9", 167 pounds, three-star in the 2022 class, number 995 overall, number 72 athlete, and the number 41 player in the state of Alabama. He's a high school quarterback at his high school, Oak Mountain, and probably is going to need time to develop. I mean, he's 5'9", 167. He's, he probably needs to redshirt and spend time in the weight room, I would imagine, because 167 is going to be tough in the secondary in the Big Ten when you're having to go up against five-star receivers at other schools. Next up, Devin Turner, first-year player, 6'2", 190 out of Frisco, Texas. Three-star in the 2022 class, the number 1,110 player in the country, number 86 safety, and the number 161 player in the state of Texas. Next up, you have Braden Turner, first-year player, 5'11", 175 out of Mobile, Alabama, played at McGill-Tulin High School. Uh, Three-star in the 2022 class, 
number 1,254 player in the country, number 115 corner, and the number 53 player in the state of Alabama. Next, you have somebody who I think could be really intriguing just because of the tools, Robert Fitzgerald, six foot, 200 pounds out of Dallas, Texas, first-year player, three-star in the 2022 class, number 757 in the country, number 64 safety, and number 110 player in the state of Texas. That's according to the 247 composite. 247's rankings actually have him rated as a four-star. He's a track athlete in high school. He ran the 200-meter dash, and he ran a 23.86 in the 200 meters. So he's fast, and he's quick, and when you watch him, he has good ball skills. I think of of the incoming first-year players, Devin Turner and Robert Fitzgerald are the two that have the size to potentially make an impact. Your two guys out of the state of Alabama both are a little light, uh, a little light and a little small, probably going to need time in the weight room, probably going to need to redshirt. But the great news is you have a lot of pieces in this DB's room, and it's just a matter of how much quality depth do you have. I think Northwestern's DBs are in a really strong place with A.J. Hampton, with Coco Azima, with Cam Mitchell. Those three return so much experience. Then you have guys like Rod Hurd, guys like Trent Carrington, guys like Jeremiah Luce that all have a lot of experience as well. You also have a guy like Jaheim Joseph who I expect to make an impact this year. But that gives you a handful of players capable of potentially filling in that second safety spot. And then it allows you to be versatile and switch some stuff around, shuffle the guys around, keep guys fresh, because you can't go out there and play play corner mm-hmm. for 80 straight snaps on defense. They'll just, if you're playing a team like UCF, they'll run you to death by, by or well, Tennessee now, because because Heifel's at Tennessee, he'll run you to death by running deep balls every single play. And so you have to have depth in the DB's room. There's so many bodies there that I think Northwestern's in a good spot to find quality depth, to find a quality fourth starter. And I really think that this DB's room has a chance to be really strong, can be right there with that running back room for the strongest group on this team, I believe. So that's my take on it. I think you're probably the the experience in the system, the multiple starts, and the 20-plus games of action. I think Rod Hurd's your fourth starter at safety. Um, but it remains to be seen. We'll see how it progresses over fall camp. So today we covered we covered the big loss in the secondary. We covered the three starters coming back. We covered everybody else that's coming back in that room and who can potentially make an impact in 2022. And then we looked at the newcomers. You had the big transfer from Duke, and then you had a handful of first-year players. I think it'll be uh, an interesting season to see how it progresses in the secondary. The secondary really wasn't the problem for the defense last year. I expect them to continue to take a step forward, however. And I think this defense for Northwestern on the whole has a great opportunity to improve greatly going into this 2022 season. Be sure to tune in later this week as we continue to talk Northwestern fall camp and we continue to look at special teams and really dig deep into the schedule 
For Locked On Northwestern, I'm your host, Carter Bird. Follow me on Twitter at CarterBird13 and CarterBird13 on Instagram. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Because we will be back every day because here on the Locked On Podcast Network, it is your team every day. Also, know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten.